Hello. 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 What's up, bro? Welcome to the all new What's Up, Bro podcast. I, I sound checked already annoyed at something. All right. Boy, can you just, yeah, can yeah. You just like, run by and just slap him on the face? Yeah. Once, like, just. All new, baby. All new. You know what? I don't care if the government is listening to us. I don't care if they're reading our emails. If they're listening to us right now, just please do me a favor. Hit the subscribe button. Hit subscribe. Write a review. Fuck it. Come on. Do it. Hi, I'm Neri Science. With me is Stephanie Mayer Sr. Hello. When are you going to drop the Mayer Sr.? That was when I was a kid. That part always made me uncomfortable, yes. but I was also fascinated by it. I, was always, I always wanted to see it, but as I watched it, I'm like, something feels wrong. This is not a movie podcast. Because I just get sunk into them. So for me, it's like super cozy. I feel like a kitten. It just happens that we talk a lot about movies. You see why I miss us I stuff? Know. I uh-huh. miss us. <laughs> it's probably a movie podcast. Hey, I'm Dave Chappelle. And this is What's Up, Bro. That's how winning is done. And we're recording. Finally. Yeah. You got a new intro song? Did you hear the new intro song? You liked it? I did. I did. Oh, it's so snazzy. Uh, So, uh, welcome to the What's Up Bro podcast. Uh, I am Neri Science. With me, as usual, as used to be, uh, is (laughs) Stephanie Mayer Sr. So, it's been a while. Yes. I actually did the the math Uh uh, recently. And on... In 2016, for those of you who don't know... Uh, we would do. We used to do this every week. Yeah, I know. It sounds crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. But I did the math, and we actually were. It was the not a not a movie review episode, not a movie commentary episode. Mm-hmm. That when it was just the core panel talking, it we've done three, which included the the uh, top ten movies of the year episode. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. In 2016. That That's, is shit work ethic. That is really <laughs> shitty. I ha- we have become bad dads. Aww. We became the shitty podcast that couldn't. Because no. normally we're the shitty podcast that could. We're like, I think I can. I think I can. I yeah. think. And we I at least put in the effort yeah. every single week. Exactly. We'd be like, I'm gonna be here. Exactly. You're gonna hear my voice. I don't know if you're gonna give a shit about what I'm saying, exactly. but I'll be in your ear. So, uh, so we're back. Yes. I guess this is like. I guess season uh, it would be it's weird because it's like we're like year four and yeah. it's like um, I don't know how to break it into like season two it's one of the volume two oh <laughs> shit I hate when I do that with DVDs like volume three what does volume three have it has uh, bits of season three and four I'm like, basically oh, every single Friends DVD I used to own was yeah. just like you get a few of these episodes that you really really love really you didn't, you didn't do the whole the whole uh, seasons I did start like I started getting gifted because everyone like knew I was obsessed with Friends but then once How I Met Your Mother kicked in, all of a sudden everyone switched. Is that a better show? I like How I Met Your Mother, but I've only seen the first two or three seasons, and that's what everybody tells me that th- that's the best season, apparently. Yeah, th- that is. I- I actually, it really was. It used to be my favorite like show. It used to be on par with Friends with me for a while. The thing is, it's one of those shows that it ends so colossally badly that you just get pissed off at the rest of the fucking everybody, seasons. Everybody says that. I don't know if I want to watch I because, watch like, it, but it's... I kind of want you to go through the journey, though. Like, I, I want to hear your opinions on, like, but when I you see something. I remember watching it live, when it, like, week to week, when it was, like, yeah. seasons two, three, and four. And I remember, like, this is a great show. It was really mm-hmm. funny. 
allow, I love the fact that they did, they did callbacks to previous seasons and previous episodes, and I yeah. thought it was great. And yeah, then, they keep a lot of the gags going. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but I just stopped watching just because of time, because of life happens, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, everybody says that the last season is really, really shitty. I wouldn't say, say even that so the much. Ending is really. Yeah, really I wouldn't even say so much of the last season is really shitty. They did a concept and whatever it didn't work that well, but there were still like some really great parts in it, like still things that I even reference to, just like to test people to see if they've actually seen it. Um, there's a whole little reference called like "Thank You Lioness" in it that really? that goes through the whole entire season, which is literally one of the main characters just commands a waiter who's in the hotel like they literally the whole last season takes place in a day but constant back like flashbacks uh. so like there's literally a whole thing about one of them wanting to basically drink because they're free from the children and everything like that so like when that moment you always have a drink in your hand and that waiter who magically pops up and refills it uh. and you have like you have a love for them right i appreciate that that happened to me all in Colombia. The whole time I had just been there, and I literally—you just had, came back from Colombia. Yeah, I just came back last night at four in the fucking morning. Yeah, I saw that text message, <laughs> which surprisingly I was awake. Really? Yeah. I thought maybe you just see when you wake up. No, no, no. <laughs> did not see what time we responded back. We responded back probably twenty minutes later, and it's only because my phone was in my room and I wasn't. Oh damn! And I was, and then when I saw it, I was like, oh okay, well I'm gonna reply. Don't know if she's gonna get it, but I'll reply. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I literally came in. It was a... How's your grandmother? Was your grandmother or great-grandmother? Uh, no, I was going there to say goodbye to my grandmother. Right. Um, and then the second part of the trip was to celebrate my grandfather on my other side. It was his 90th birthday. There was a part of me that so wanted you to say independence. I was like, please God, say independence. <laughs> please God. Please God. Like, There's just, I don't know, because of the fact so that you're like, up. I want to celebrate. And I'm like, come on, say it. <laughs> So it was, it was your grandfather, your grand, your other grandparents, or your, what'd you say, your grandparents? Yeah, okay. So my grandparents on my mom's side were so the ones ma- that were having a celebration. Your maternal grandparents. Yes, my maternal grandparents. So I started off the trip already depressed, but okay, because anyone who's listened to the podcast, you'll notice there is a there is a voice missing in the first chunk of the intro. If you noticed, there's nobody interrupting us. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm not kidding. I mean, I'm kidding. I say it with love, but yeah. I'm not kidding. Because it's factual. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying it with love. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, like, okay, so I'm back to the podcast, and we're back on, and everything like that. Uh, as it's been obvious, Xander and I are no longer. Right. Right. So, uh, and that joke that Ari and I used to always have, yeah. where it was going to be me and him, it kind of, like, on its own, just organically ended up happening. Yes. Now, uh, I will <laughs> explain to the audience... Uh, not that this is anybody's business, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did have a conversation with Xander. I did talk to him. I did tell him, "Hey, I need because I did." And this is my history with Xander. Has been in the last year, I've been very vocal about we are not recording yeah. like we used to, and I get it that I've been getting more work this year, out of town work that I have to, you know, you know, yeah. not be in town for. I get that, but you know, when I have another podcast. And the other podcast has three other people, and those three other people are—they make it. That's just shocking, too, though. I mean, that's that's, that's one of those <laughs> things where I told this to—I um, had this conversation with with uh, De Silva because mm-hmm. he goes, "Oh, I, I'm looking for another co-host, and it's tough because all comics, you know, we all travel, whatever." And I said, "Dude, you you gotta not look for comics. You gotta look for funny friends that are not comics yeah. because our schedules will fucking be the killer of any kind of podcast because our." industry and it's the nature of our industry is the better the more we move on 
the more we move the more the less available the ladder, you are yeah the more we separate from each other yeah you know what i mean so which i mean it's a sad fact but it's also like progression like it ends up having to right. happen and it happens to everybody it's yeah. the group of people the group of people that you started doing comedy with you mm-hmm. love them and those are your best friends but we do stand up on our own yeah and so as our individual careers progress it takes us further and further apart my group of friends that i started comedy with are forrest shaw uh, oni perez uh al jackson uh, all, awesome. all these guys mm-hmm. have all moved on into their own thing they're all and different co- like different, different cities states, too and different cities like, yeah. and so it's one of those things where this happens to this is the nature of the industry right with that said i told the silver find funny friends that are not comics because that, that will never happen the funny guy that you know that's a teacher he's always going to be in town because he's always going to fucking be teaching in town like, <laughs> yeah. he's always going to be funny and so i've been very vocal going back to i digress now going back to that uh, i've been very vocal about us not recording as much as we as we used to mm-hmm. now there's no secret because xander has been very forthright and uh and honest on this podcast about the struggles that he's been dealing with yeah and th- I have because I know that he's a human being and I know that he's a friend of mine. I know that the podcast is just a fucking shitty podcast compared <laughs> to real life shit. Right. So when he's going through a struggle, when he's like, man, I got to, you know, I got to get shit straightened out. I'm not going to be like, well, fuck you. I'm finding another co-host. I know. I try to be as empathetic as I can and I try yeah. to be as patient as I could but it was dude it's September yeah but he also he needs time to like and help he like yeah he needs whatever. his own time so and he has to help himself out that's the whole thing it's like uh, okay so it wasn't just to be clear it wasn't like I said well I'm picking Stephanie over Xander <laughs> I'm not doing that no, it's yeah. one, as much as we ate shit about that in the yeah, past as that's not much as we have joked around about that a lot uh, in the past. <laughs> it really is a situation for me, not yeah, for yeah. you. For me, it's a situation of, well, one person lives really close by to me <laughs> and is the dependable one of the two. <laughs> who am I gonna who am I gonna ask to come on the show with me more often? And and to Xander's defense, he was completely honest when I you know, we had a conversation mm-hmm. and he said, I'm not in the right headspace. I don't feel funny right now. And yeah. which I how do you separate the two? When did you feel funny? <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. I can't. I no, can't, he can't. he decided to take like a kind of like a sabbatical. He t- decided to step away from comedy like a few months back, and everything just because he he needs to work on himself and he just wasn't in the right. Like, well, now here I am speaking for him and everything. Um, from, Stop from, doing that. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't. So dependent, man. I really so, literally can't even do that anymore. Right. Um, but no, from what he voiced to me and stuff like that, he he needs to step back. I hope. I hope personally he finds a way back to it. And I hope he goes back to it because I always thought he was one of the funniest people. I mean, that's why I was there. I think he's a funny person. Sure. Yeah, he is. We could say that. But he's um, a word person that stand up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know. I hope he finds a way back to it. I find. I hope that he like. I don't know. I hope he starts feeling funny again. Sure. Uh, but anyway, so uh, just so the audience, because the yes, audience, just is, get that out of the way. You know, the audience is thinking, "You fucking pick, you son of a bitch." <laughs> You picked your friend's girl. I'm like, no, no, that's not what happened. But whatever. I don't give a fucking. Yeah. I don't owe anything to anybody. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, all right. So what were we talking about in the in the in the office? We were talking about something. You go, I'll I'll leave it for the podcast. Oh God, yes. Because okay, because like, all right. There's no lie. I'm fucking 31. Like, right. <laughs> there is. 
there's this beautiful thing gray called <laughs> I, yeah. I literally have gray hair now um not even dyed gray hair i thought that was really dyed i had never a lot of people do before. think it's yeah a lot of people do think it's on purpose that yeah, i have, well, like, you have purple fucking hair so yeah. it's not out of the norm for you to be like look i dyed my hair gray yeah like, no yeah now that the whole gray th- hair thing is in i'm like fuck it <laughs> whenever i don't have to dye my like purple hair and i want time in between meh, it looks yeah. like it's on purpose it looks like i put a lot of attention and detail into this thing and no i've just been in a weird place yeah. <laughs> mentally it's stress bitches <laughs> yeah it's called I stress got, and depression naturally <laughs> exactly um yeah i'm like kind of terrified of being 31 and single like i don't know why because a you're hot and b <laughs> uh well a you're a girl that's way easier to be single and a girl at 31 than it is for a dude ask mike mercado about that uh it's very tough <laughs> no and i'm sure like it's even the way people approach the whole online thing you can see it now nah, like, you could do the tinder thing you could do the online there's a bunch of apps i just know tinder mm-hmm. because that's the only one i know but there's, um, there's a bunch of apps i don't know how anybody like now is the time to be fucking single this is the day and age in which you got like <laughs> I was using MySpace for God's sakes. I met someone on Hot or Not. Do you remember Hot or Not? No, I don't remember Hot or Not. <laughs> what the fuck is Hot or Not? <laughs> okay, so Hot or Not was kind of like. Did you ever even hear "Rate My Face"? No. <laughs> oh, these sounds so demeaning. They were. They were oh. super demeaning. But I was bored and in college. But um. And very confident. You're like, no, nah, come on. You're not gonna give this face a fucking nothing. Come on. I was really curious. I had like one really really good photo, and I just wanted to see how it would do. Yeah. Um, and like, I was just bored as fuck one day, and I was around the MySpace days, and I had uploaded because a friend of mine, like this guy I had met on MySpace, decided he was gonna do it, and then I was eating shit, and I decided I was gonna do it too, and then they do it's just these sites that literally someone just goes in there and puts a, numer- a numerical value to your face no profile no nothing literally you can't put any other input in except this is my face this is, and that's this is it still a thing i gotta write i gotta figure if that's still a thing go ahead keep talking i want to look <clears> oh my up. god i wonder if those sites still exist um so there was rate my face and then there was hot or not and then hot or not was basically kind of like tinder in the sense where you only had the two options like rate my face you gave him a numerical value like hot or not was literally no yes thumbs up or thumbs on right yeah so I think it was kind of like I don't know I would say maybe even Tinder kind of owes it to them because like it literally does a swipe kind of swipe but just on the computer face app really yes holy shit Uh, ratemyface.com let's find out but yeah then hot or not um, apparently it also decided at some point to add in a messaging feature Mm, not good (laughs) that just seems like that just seems like an invitation for online bullying. Well, it kind of did for some people. Like, uh, you could. Why is it all chicks? Or is it because my cookies know that I'm a dude look that likes chicks? Maybe. All right, but go ahead. But uh, but yeah, no. Usually, it was mostly chicks on there. But you would specify what you actually wanted to look at. But you, I, I could swear that you actually could rate your same sex if you wanted to. I know, like, because right. the sites can be kind of. So like, the site you know, is up. It's still up. That's crazy. Ratemyface.com. Yeah. So I literally, I met one of my like main big ex-boyfriends like literally on that site because he decided to literally when get a... When you say big, do you mean that he's over the size of five feet tall? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what made him a big boyfriend? No, I mean, like, it was one of like, the serious ones. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and All it's right. just, yeah. We like hated t- selling people like how we met because it was such a shallow way to meet. Well, we rated... Uh, I mean, I, my wife and I met on, on, fa- on MySpace and people... Always get shocked when I hear people say, like, when I tell people, they go, "Really?" <laughs> like they, they thought I was like, "That's crazy." Like, is it because sho- like, it's shocking, or is it because it dates you guys? <laughs> I think it's shocking because it's 
because nobody took MySpace serious. Everybody yeah. took MySpace as a, oh, that's a that's something for like fifteen year olds or fourteen. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. And I always liked it better than Facebook, to be honest with you. I think Facebook is now catching up to the MySpace to the the accessibility that MySpace had. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just liked it because it had a search feature. You had, you could you could the filter. Right. You could. Uh, that's how I found my wife. I found you know you. I would literally look up women who were single or divorced. Uh, who wanted to be in a relationship or open to be in a relationship who were between a certain age it was like 24 through yeah MySpace did have that over Facebook and you could put in a zip code in a certain mile, mile radius like, that's laziness yeah, well no it's not laziness it's I don't want to fucking date somebody who lives in Orlando fuck you I don't want to I don't need that shit I don't need somebody who lives in Broward I'm like nah nah we're going to live closer than Broward <laughs> Kendall be yeah, in yeah, Kendall yeah. we need to be within a three if I put five miles I put five miles mm-hmm. I'm going to but five miles is a long fucking drive. <laughs> okay. Imagine. Okay, you're thinking one trip. I'm thinking if you're gonna start dating. Oh, somebody, because you're already thinking committed. Well, because that, that's the way I am, man. <laughs> I'm a serial monogamer, man. Yeah. So it's not like oh, it's a one time five mile no, trip. I'm not, like, yeah. I'm thinking. I'm thinking like making three trips a week, three days out of the week, going five miles back and forth. That's ten miles a day, son. That's thirty miles a week. <laughs> that's why there's like a part of me that's really reluctant. That's 150 to- miles a month. Fuck that, man. <laughs> I got a lease, my fucking. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, that's why there's a part of me that's really reluctant to even like move forward on like where I'm gonna live next or like buy. Why? Them. Well, because the thing is, like, where are you gonna live? Hold on, nah, nah. I'm okay with you being done. You know, uh, what's the word you use? Uh, mm-hmm. What? Uh, hesitant. Hesitant. Yes. I- I'm okay with you being hesitant on dating again because that's obvious. You got yeah. a huge long-term relationship. You exactly. Know, that makes sense. But even the concept seems exhausting. But it's, forget about the concept. I'm thinking, but you got to be able to move into your own place at one point. Again, I'm not, yeah, yeah. I, I, for completely selfish reasons, would love for you to stay with your mom's place the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I would just love that. The only, thing I would so love more, the only thing I would love more is if these people leave the people in the efficiency that I have leave and you can move into the efficiency in my own house. That would be like the only, hey, let's record. Knock, knock, knock. Where are we fucking recording? Let's go. It becomes a daily fucking podcast. Yeah, exactly. That would be my only, I mean, the, the only, but, but again, uh, you got it. I mean, doesn't that excite you to be able to go like, well, I'm going to move into a new place, a new neighborhood. You can't. It does. I mean, it does look like, I think it's like. choose the beach. Stop with the beach. I love the beach. Yes, though. I know, but you could go to the beach. <laughs> you could drive to the beach. You have but a car. I don't know, but there's something I loved about being there, like being at the beach. There's something about, I don't know. I think maybe just because I grew up in Kendall forever, I ended up getting like an aversion to it. I ended up getting that usual teen thing of like, I want to get out of here. Uh, I don't like, I, I just don't want Kendall for traffic. I don't like Kendall for traffic. Mm, no. That's what, that, no. but I, I mean, I but was, that's why at least at the beach, like I was kind of. What about Winwood? Of Zika. Oh, Fuck no. that shit. Well, you're not going to get pregnant anytime soon? Come on. No, I'm definitely not. I'm actually, you know, I'm actually about to like set an appointment so I can freeze some of my eggs. Really? Yes. Wow. I don't want to worry about this shit that's anymore. True. Like, that, I, how, Is that expensive? How expensive? That sounds Yeah, no, it's not, it's not cheap. It's not, it's, yeah. it's not cheap. That sounds $10,000 wedding-ish or $80,000 yeah. wedding-ish. It's not cheap, but there is a benefit <laughs> to temporarily staying in your parents' house. And it's when you go to your mom and you're like, hey, you know how you want grandkids someday and you don't want them coming out fucked up? Yeah. Can we freeze my eggs now so that I don't have to worry about this for a while? She's like deal let's do she that said, she said it like that quickly she was like yeah that's awesome no she thought it was actually a really like logical step yeah you see my mom thinks financial over logic 
see the weather doesn't make sense you well you guys are already money. popping out kids you're fine yeah, like, no, no, you don't I'm, have to worry I'm, about I'm we know but we know Vanessa's working any any i need i'm talking about any life decision my, right, right. My, my mom thinks financial because she doesn't have money over logic so that's and she's a woman so logic, <laughs> mm, <that's that. laughs> uh, but, <laughs> well no because my mom gets the whole like how it feels when your biological clock goes crazy mm. and things like there is Does there she is kids late no it's not that she had good lace she had problems having us okay um so like i think there was a miscarriage before me and then two after me okay before i got to my little little brother so she gets that i had this kind of ingrained fear growing up that i would end up having problems too just because and like it's probably not even rational but it's, it's completely right ra- i was gonna say well, that's irrational that yeah. makes sense. i mean and more people have problems than they actually let on to like get pregnant so my whole thing is if I really am going to spend this time I in my life. Know. Here's the thing. My wife said that to me the other day, too. She says, most people have problems. She's like, you and I are not normal in the sense of the numbers in yeah. st- uh, on a statistical. She was talking about statistically, there are more people that have problems conceiving, ha- yeah. conceiving than don't have problems conceiving. Yeah. And I say that's only because statistically... <laughs> They don't count illegal immigrants, so that's the only like you can't, dude. I'm sorry. Do you think Hispa- the Hispanics skew yes. the results? Yes, like, come on. No, but the thing is, I have a lot of and, like, and I have Hispanic friends who've had problems conceiving. Yeah. I have two off the top of my head that I know for a fact had, like publicly mm-hmm. had. You know, so I don't know what else anybody else has gone through because that's pretty private. That's yeah. a pretty a lot of times when you have problems conceiving, you keep that to yourself. Yeah. I don't know. But the thing is, like, I think there's there. I think there's like a something I appreciate about the fact that there's kind of um. Not new movement is not what I would call it, but a lot of women are being more honest open. about and open about the problems now. Because the thing is, I didn't know it was that common because women used to not talk about it. Right. And it wasn't until my grandmother ended up talking to me about it one day and being like, oh yeah, this is back then, you just that's something you kept under the rug and you wouldn't talk about it. And apparently my grandma, it happened to my grandmother too and my mom and other women in my family. I mean, we, and like, we had a miscarriage before we had our first child, my wife and I. Yeah. And, but it wasn't, Again, miscarriages. I don't consider. I don't know. Sound, this is gonna sound evil, but I'm, there's a. There's. I promise you. Follow. Just stay with me for a minute. I'm not considering. I'm not thinking miscarriages, especially if it's only one, and especially if it's the first one, because mm-hmm. a, a lot of times women have a miscarriage the first, like any woman. Mm-hmm. Like in the in the statistics, we right. learn that the first child a lot of times can be. That's why they tell you don't tell anybody until after three months. Yeah, because that's like the danger zone. Danger zone. Uh, that's so, really upbeat for the subject. Yeah, I know. Right? Too much. <laughs> Too upbeat. Calm down. Calm down. Uh, but so, um, my wife. My wife said, "Hey, uh, they told us because we had the miscarriage and said, look, this is a completely normal thing. This happens, especially with the first one. Don't even mm-hmm. worry about it. It's, How know, far along were you guys? Uh, not." far along at all like like not even i want to say weeks like it was a couple weeks yeah it wasn't, that's pretty common and that yeah that's common and then but i had an on my uh i had an ex-girlfriend years ago mm-hmm. uh, lesbian who <laughs> okay. her and i got pregnant and she was within the first trimester she was two two and a half months oh damn yeah yeah she had, and then and then like we heard a heartbeat the first time we went to the doctor's office and the next time there was no heartbeat it was it, yeah how did that feel? Like, um, it's a very weird because that was a very volatile relationship her and I with. had. Uh, so it was, it was very weird. I went through, I went through. First of all, I went through the whole. I got to be there for her. Mm-hmm. Like, forget my feelings. Dick, how old were you at that time? I was twenty. One twenty-two. Oh, see, so yeah, you were 22. young on top of that, so you were freaking the fuck out. Then. So I was twenty-two. And I was more freaking out about being pregnant than I was about, like, at the being pregnant. The freaking out about being pregnant hadn't. 
like I hadn't gotten over the freak out of being pregnant. Oh. Like literally she told me over the phone and my exact words were, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And I said that without trying to be funny probably 15 or 20 times. Oh shit. I was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Like I just couldn't, like my mind wasn't wrapping around. Yeah. Because she went to the hospital thinking she had, because we went on a cruise previously. So she thought that she had a stomach virus because she drank the water. Oh Jesus. So we're like, oh, you have a stomach virus. So mm. that's, mm. <laughs> so my mind was still wrapping around the fact that it was still trying to wrap itself. I was just trying to, you know, say, hey, all right, so this is a reality. This is what's going to yeah. happen. We're going to have a kid. Because I didn't like her as a human being. She like was, she was mean. At this point, yeah, cuz I'm saying at this point in your relationship already you were kind of like Oh no, I I didn't I knew look, here's the thing. Um I had very low self-esteem. This is like total total, you know, to to be completely honest. Mm. I had very low self-esteem this before I ever did comedy. So like it was not my self-esteem was non-existent. Mm-hmm. This is I thought this she was the only girl that that she was the only girlfriend that I ever had like the real girlfriend as far as like you know within a, a time frame of adultness and we met when we were seventeen. So you kind of were settling. Yeah, totally. And I thought and I I remember thinking that to myself. I remember saying to myself, "This is the best. I, this is the best. This is what it's supposed to be because this is the best I could get. So this is what it's." That's never to be. a good thought to yeah, have. Never yeah, never a good thought. But as I got older. And after the whole, after the whole, you know, uh, she lost the baby thing, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, it, it became more and more apparent, oh, no, that was a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like that, as awful as it sounds. So my, my feelings at that moment when we found out, uh, it, it went from, okay, fuck your feelings because you got you to gotta take care of her and see mm-hmm. how she's doing. One, and then it went to like, oh, no, I'm sad. Or angry. It was anger more than anything else. Really? Yeah, not towards her. It was anger. In, in like, a situation. It was yeah. anger at the situation. Yeah, a lot of people anger, had a like, feeling like that. And then it was, um, and then it was relief. It was like, oh shit, that this is a good thing. Like, Wasn't a signal to you that you should leave the relationship? Well, that's if there were so many red flags. There right. were so many, like throughout the entire relationship. Like I have a like if I shave my face, I have a I have a scar on my on my face because of her because she hit me. Like it was very. <laughs> Like, again, very, very, like, there's a lot of red flags. If people go, oh, didn't you? Yes, I knew she was a lesbian. Deep down inside, I fucking knew. Again, I, yeah. I've said this a million times. If, you, if you're a girlfriend at 17 who loves to wear Jordans and likes to play basketball, <laughs> that's a fucking great thing. At 22, not so fucking much, you know? Uh, but, yeah, no, that was a thing. So, I definitely had that uh, going on. So, that, there was a mixture of emotions, but it took time for each emotion to get there. I yeah. didn't wrap around. It was much harder with my now wife because I actually liked her as a human being. <laughs> and we, people don't believe me when I say this, but we planned on getting pregnant. We wanted to get pregnant. Yeah. And uh, we didn't think it would happen so quickly. Yeah, you guys were pretty you know, fucking we immediate. We didn't put together the fact that we're Hispanic. So, we're like, <laughs> so that's why I have, I have trouble when my wife told me that we had this conversation recently she's like there are people that she's like we're very lucky there are a lot of people there that are have. Uh, and I was like I don't know if there's a lot of Hispanic people you know having sex with other Hispanic people that are having problems getting, getting pregnant I mean you'd be surprised I think there's just I don't know maybe it's I don't even know if it's a United States thing or if it's just like non-open information like people don't talk about it I don't I don't know what it is I just feel like it's more obvious now that there are problems and I I think there's a huge part of me. I think it's more me. of a wealth of information. Yeah. So I think people go to the internet and find things like the numbers. Yeah. And they go, okay. And I think it's more like, 
But like when we were told, mm -hmm. the doctor told us that the lady told us the technician. She was like, "This is completely normal. Don't worry about it." She put herself. She. Did but sometimes whole, you think they're just saying that. Yeah. No. She literally said, "Look, my sister had uh, two miscarriages back to back, and it was really, oh, she felt completely awful. She has four boys right now, completely healthy between wow. the ages of three and like nine or whatever. And she's like, and they're driving her crazy. She's <laughs> hating life. Trust me." This is totally fine. You're like you're gonna yeah. have more, you're gonna have a lot of kids, and you're gonna be totally. This is nothing. It's not your fault. There's nothing you could have done. There's nothing like she was very great at doing that yeah. to us with us. Yeah, the uh, way the way my mom used to phrase it, like, and I always thought it was sweet the way she put it, is that she was like, "Oh, you just weren't ready to come yet," and like that's sweet. Yeah, like she just she very much she viewed like the miscarriages she had as in like maybe that kid was meant to be someone else's and would right. end up being someone else's kid or because she does still see it in the, in the terms That's of souls so nice. yeah so, so nice. she sees it in the term of souls like it's not yeah, ready yeah, but right, you'll come right. back so like she just thinks that the re <laughs> she was teased as being like the reason that me and my little brother are so goddamn stubborn is because we're the ones that are like nope i'm not getting the fuck out of here yeah, i don't care how volatile women is <laughs> like i'm staying well it's like uh it's like uh, that Family Guy episode where he was like, oh, I tried to abort you three times. And he was like, what? He's like, what? Nothing. And he just, like, like, what the fuck? Like, that's a fighter. That, that's, who else has, there's somebody has a joke like that, that my mom tried to abort me twice. And you're like, well, where do you go from here? Like, what do you have? Like, like what's the conversation like now? I'm like, oh, okay, well. Like, I I who was that? God, I forgot who that was. It's going to be bothering me for this. Yeah, it's going to bother me. Yeah. So let me say that's why I'm like, kind of trying to make that little logical step and decision so that, I don't have to feel like that whole ticking clock of I'm 31, I must procreate and I must find the one and I must find this and I must, I just kind of want to focus on me and do my thing and the concept of dating is terrifying right now. Why? I don't understand why it's terrifying. I understand that it's like, ugh, I don't, maybe it's like the concept of, I, I can understand the concept of dating is gross, is like, I don't even want, like, like ugh, I don't want to deal with that shit, it no, sounds yeah. like a fucking headache, but you're saying that it's terrifying, that's a scary, like, oh, I'm scared of dating, like, what? Because there's like, the thing is like, okay, I've, I know I've two, been a serial I know monogamous. right now who are fucking lined the fuck up right now, they're like, oh, she's single, <laughs> tell her about me, bro, like, oh, God, Jesus Christ, we get it, relax, relax, calm down, hey, I'm just saying, calm down, yeah. <laughs> the thing is like, I don't know, there's she's something. a photographer, she could move to LA. <laughs> Jesus, take it easy, buddy. No, but there's like something about like, okay, I know a good portion of it right now is just I'm going through my steps, I'm going through I guess my grief or my mourning or whatever the fuck this process is called. Well what which one which one are you in now? You're not in anger yet. You gotta get to anger. I feel like anger would make things easier. Of course it would make things. That's why it's one of the later ones and fucking, that's why it's one of the later ones in acceptance. You got to go through anger before you get to acceptance. Yes. I know. It's just really hard for me to get angry to begin with. Like, but like, because I'm very like, I don't know, because it's the first time decisions had to be made in the relationship when I didn't already like hate the person or like anything. I went like through that, the same know? thing. I went through a breakup where like the breakup with the, with the lesbian, mm -hmm. we dated for five years. And that breakup was so easy because it was years in the making. Right. It was, I, people don't believe me. People thought I was like faking it. Like, they're like, oh, you know, you could tell us. Everything. I'm like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> and it was like, the breakup happened. And then soon after the breakup, like I'm talking about like three or four months after the breakup, I found comedy. Mm. So it was like, 
perfect. Yeah, it was comedy really, was this thing that it was this thing. It was a new girlfriend, and it was like there was all the new excitement yeah. of everything. And so, but on top of that, I wasn't sad to begin with because it was years in the making. Again, we I could go back and tell you stories that happened year one of our relationship. We're like, that's not a good sign. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not a good sign. Year four of our relationship, somebody goes, "Whoa, when are you ever? Are you know, when are you guys gonna planning on getting married?" And I said, "Oh God, no!" Like that was my that's probably that was my honest reaction. <laughs> I wasn't even like me being funny. I was like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, hey, no." Oh, you fucking crazy I'm not getting married And that was like Oh that should probably Be a fucking son <laughs> Again So when we broke up But then I dated Another girl For six months Or something And that one hurt That one was like <sighs> Yeah it's surprising and The I, ones that get to you I even said I even said this I even said I wish That we would hate I wish that she would be Like cheated on me I wish she would have done something For me to be angry at her mm-hmm. Cause it's so much easier To be fucking angry at someone And go Fuck you You're a piece of shit You don't deserve me Than to be like Well I still have feelings and then, Well I mean it's uh, also like, It's also it's, hard To hold on to like, Feeling like anger When There's so much any Like other things Going on in my life right now right. That I need to get underway And like Like I said Like almost Directly after this all went down, I had to go up to, over to Colombia to say goodbye to one of my grandmothers. Right. Who, I mean, she did look actually look better. Like, okay. she looked a little bit better towards the I end. Was gonna of ask you how that go, but that's a awkward it was, way to ask that. How'd that go? <laughs> so, hey, you went really to go weird. see by your grandmother because she was gonna die. How'd that go? How'd that go? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's really weird because like, it's grandparents are odd in the sense where like I have a one group that I'm very very close to, and then my other grandparents I have a complicated relationship with. You have the other grandparents. Yeah, I have a complicated relationship. There is a set of grandparents. That you're and I learned tight. this from that um, Billy Crystal movie, which mm-hmm. is actually surprisingly really fucking good. Which one? I don't, I don't remember the name of it, but it's one of his later ones. It came out like maybe two years ago mm-hmm. where him and Bette Miller mm-hmm. are grandparents. And she said, Bette Miller said, we are the other grandparents. Uh. She, and he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, they have grandma and grandpa. And then, oh, who are those? Oh, those are my other grandparents. And they, you, and like that. Yeah, you don't want to be the other yeah, ones. Yeah, you don't want to be the other ones. And yeah. And I think it's, mostly if it's because of distance. And I've always had a very complicated relationship with them because as grandparents, they've always been good grandparents to me. Right. Because there was a portion where they lived here in Miami and I actually would see them consistently and my grandma would take care of me. As parents, they were the worst. Right. <laughs> like, Which is you, a lot, it happens a lot. Yeah. It happens a lot when, you know, because a lot of people don't know how to parent because there's no instruction manual. Dude. No. There's no instruction manual on how to fucking parent. So you become a shitty parent. My, that girl, again, it fucking feels weird, but this is all very, uh, that girl that I dated for five mm-hmm. years, uh, her mom literally told her because she felt that she was a better parent to her younger brother than to her. And her mom literally told her, she's like, well, what do you expect? You're, you're a guinea pig. We didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Oh, that's nice. And it was, I was like, I remember hearing that. I was like 16 at the time or mm-hmm. 18 at the time. And I was like, mm, probably not. This is, this is probably one of the times you should not have said that. That's yeah. that's not a good thing to say right now. That that right there is not a good thing. Yeah, we and my family have a weird sense of humor. So we say shit like that to each other anyways. Yeah. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, So, so some parents yeah. have that. So when they have grandkids, they're like, oh, we know. How to not be complete assholes now? Yeah. Well, no. Also, because my grandparents, my my parents, I openly admit, because like I have two nieces, which like they're very much trying to not be the other grandparents mm-hmm. to the second niece because we haven't like logistically been close to them. Right. So they're doing like the hard work now to be like, nope, we're all gonna be equal grandparents in this one. And the first one, it is pretty equal. They all actually, she adores them, mm-hmm. and they love being grandparents because it's just yes, yes, yes all the time. Let's have fun, and then. Right. Whoop, and then whatever you want. She like the kid like loves being in our house. It's our house again. Fuck. 
fuck, guys. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I you went to see your him. room still. No, all the rooms have been converted. Yeah, I was going to ask you because usually rooms get converted into offices and game rooms. Yeah, so like there is, other There's than my parents' house. movie theater you can sleep in. There is. <laughs> Holy shit, there that's is. hilarious. Because the thing is like, so okay, whatever, my parents' master bedroom and then there's three other bedrooms in the house. At some point when I was younger, the upper like bedroom that was right next to theirs was mine when I was like eight because I had a balcony and I wanted to be a princess and it was my little balcony, the right. whole thing. Um, one of the boys to be able to climb up the fucking <laughs> I was eight, yo. <laughs> right. I wanted my little canopy bed. I wanted to walk out of my balcony. Like it was whatever. Romeo, right? Romeo, yeah. Romeo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then when I got older uh, and I started getting like late high school, college and I moved my, like there was an, the, garage was converted into like an office and room Mm -hmm. so that used to be my room thing is now that one is now a like second family room movie theater Mm -hmm. thing like with a pimp ass like sound system and tv and the couch is crazy comfortable the upstairs room that used to be my room has now been converted into my niece's room and then there's an additional one to the side that's like my mom's office so there's like nowhere for me to stay kind See, of which is worse <laughs> so which is worse your scenario mm-hmm. or my wife's scenario who's been married five years been with we've been together a total of nine years married five mm-hmm. living together seven mm-hmm. and my wife still has her room like set for her to return <laughs> really? like it's like the day she left there's Holy a bed shit. in there there's a bed now my to my mother-in-law's credit my mother-in-law would say oh that's the guest bedroom like so when her grandmother comes over or whatever she does use that bedroom it's but is the like, decoration still the same uh they're all very similar they're all very like again my wife took a lot of them with her right you know but uh again nothing's really changed in that place <laughs> the bed's facing a different way because she took her bed with her and her bed frame and stuff. Yeah. When she first, when, we, when her and I first moved in together to mm. the apartment before we got married. So the bed's not her bed per se, but mm. the room is pretty much, I mean. Yeah, no, my parents. So which is worse? The, you that don't have <laughs> I don't. a place to really, st- like a place to, to call your own room or my wife who is happily married and who's still, who has a room waiting for her at her parents' house, like in case. I just shit think goes there's wrong. something sad about the fact that in my mom's office there is a day bed that folds out into like a regular bed. A ping pong because, boom? like, kind of like a ping pong boom, like because. Wait, we gotta explain what a ping pong boom is to our white listeners. Oh yeah, because I didn't know what it was either before. Like before what? Before dating Xander, I didn't had I had no idea that Cubans actually had like a name for it. First of all, it's not Cubans. It's just well, people. Sorry. But no, Colombians, we don't call it that. No, we don't call it. You guys don't call it that, but Miami Miamians do. Because mm-hmm. I guess Cubans well, took over Miami. So I, did you, you hear know. that? Yeah, yeah. I got. Did you get the memo? So uh, a ping pong boom for those. Of you, again, my family doesn't call it that. But mm-hmm. the moment somebody goes, "Oh, do you have a ping pong boom?" I go, "What? Oh yeah." Like yeah. I, I just took me two seconds, and I go, "What the fuck? Oh yeah, no, that's it's a it's a fold up bed. Mm-hmm. It's a um, roll away bed or roll away cot that folds up, and then when uh, you roll it out, you basically. Do those three beats? Yeah, you bing. do you do ping, which is to unlock, mm-hmm. boom, which is it opens, and bomb is when the legs actually touch the floor, like bang, <laughs> ping pong boom, or ping pong boom, yeah, yeah, boom is when you yeah. So, anyways, you get the point. Yeah. It just makes the noise. It's a fall away bed. I can't even remember what we but call we it had, in Colombia, but but we had so like we had a ping pong like this hallway right here that you're yeah. looking at for years had a bed there like folded up 
and somebody would use it at night. They would just roll it up into where I'm sitting right now. Why does it right feel now. like an emergency room? Like the emergency hall? No, hallway. no, that was their, that was like, they would sleep in the living room. Mm-hmm. But during the day, obviously, you're not going to have a fucking bed out in the living room. That's crazy talk. <laughs> you sneak it in five feet to the right <laughs> in, the in hallway. a hallway. And then it's and much you classier. Fold it up and it's so much classier. <laughs> and then when it's nighttime, they take that fucking rollaway bed and they, and they bring it five feet to the left. <laughs> and and then they sleep in the, in the fucking in the living room. Yeah, that was a thing for uh, years. I'm talking about years. That was that was the thing. No, my parents had like um. And it would alternate who would use that bed. So it would be a cousin or an aunt or something yeah. sleeping here for X amount of time. Like un- it was undisclosed how much well, time. That's kind of how my parents' and house then is. Finally, they would get their own place. Yeah. And then somebody else would take their place. Somebody else would come <laughs> in and be like, "Oh, you're not at the." Fucking- so you're that house too. Yeah, you're, you're, you're not at the Shea Signs. Oh, okay. Well, no, I'll go to the Shea Signs and fucking. I'm like, oh. Yeah. No, but my parents' house has always been that one too. It's always been the one that has like it's the house that receives guests. Yeah. My entire time growing up, I was always used to some sort of tia or cousin or second cousin or someone at at any given time was probably staying in an extra room in our house. So like all the beds Extra there rooms include living rooms and Florida rooms. <laughs> Florida yeah. rooms equal. Well, that's why like rooms. all the beds there have like little rollaway bed underneath. Are the couches? Like yeah, like everything has a rollaway bed. Like every single bed in every single room has like an additional bed underneath that's the couch thing. So like yeah, we had a we had a we had a couple couch beds. Mm-hmm. Couple. Those things are so uncomfortable. They can be. The, when they're new, they're not uncomfortable. But no, the they, is, that, that thing made my, my divorce depressing. Like, my parents fold out couch. Here's the thing. When they're new, they're not uncomfortable. It's, you never get one that's new. So no. you ne- I never did. I, but I slept on one from a hotel that I was like, hey, this isn't fucking bad. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. This isn't that bad. But no, yeah, no, my parents had the one with the bar in the middle that would like be jamming yeah. into your like, back the entire prob- time. Here's the thing. I've slept on... I've slept on the couch at the hospital in the maternity ward. Mm. And that is by fucking far the worst. Because it is so bad. It's not, it's so bad that it like, it lets you pretend that you're going to sleep. Like, so, you know what I mean? Because there's some things where like, if you just sit in the chair, you go, well, I'm not going to sleep tonight. Yeah. And, but this thing is like, well, I can sleep here. This is, this is I, possible. I, this is possible. Maybe if I like shift a little bit yeah, in this direction exactly. and I turn. And yeah. it's just not, I remember the, our first, when, when our first, when our daughter was born, I remember the doctor walked in and, you know, get, you know, talk to her, talk to my wife. I'm like, I could hear, mm-hmm. but I'm trying very hard to go because he's not talking to me, so I don't fucking need to be in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no. So not gonna I be went, active so, during the birth. So, where, so no, this is after the birth. This is after the birth. You don't sleep on this shit before the birth. That's just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> you go home. The fuck. So uh, I'm. I wake up and I'm looking, and my the doctor tells my wife, "Okay, you're gonna need this and you're gonna need that. Make sure you tell the nurses to da 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 da." And he looks over at me. Talking to my wife, looks over at me and points at me and be like, and he's going to need a new back. So if you could find him a new back. Be, <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's not just me. Like, it's, At least it's something that they know. It's so bad. It's so fucking bad. Again, I'm a fat dude. I'm a big dude. So it doesn't like it. But that, it doesn't seem conducive to any size human. <laughs> a child. That's what it seems conducive to. My daughter now, at, she'll be five in two months. It would be perfect for her to sleep in right now. She'll be like, yeah, I have no problem sleeping in that. I have no problem Next sleeping year, anywhere. She may have a problem with it. This year, <laughs> five, she's fine. She's fine. She's fine. Yeah, no, yeah. like, I don't know. the. So what are you going to do about sleeping arrangements? Uh, I have no idea. I really don't. Are you going to so, go out? Did you buy? Wait, but you just bought a new bed. Who kept the bed? Oh, I kept I kept the actual mattress. And then, because like Xander's mom was actually the one who got us like our little set when we first originally moved into the right. new place. Like it was her gift. And then my mom contributed like a little bit. That we do not, you said the name we do not speak <laughs> 
no. Who's that? Who's that? That was Harry Potter, right? Yeah, the the he sh- who shall not be named or he whatever. Who sh- he who yeah. yeah. He whose name shall not say. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not Voldemort. <laughs> but the dude. moment you said it, we're like, <gasps> she said it. She said it. Oh my gosh, she said it. So yeah, we tried to split that up um, evenly. Kind of like some of the stuff is trying to we try to split kind of evenly. Um, so I took the actual frame because like since I had the mattress, mm-hmm. might as well. There's not a lot of space in her apartment. That and then the dresser that all my shit was in. Um, but dude, taking that thing apart and putting it back together, I don't know what's what state that thing is gonna finally be in when I finally put it back together again. Like Aww. so like my new beautiful, super comfortable mattress is fucking stuck in storage somewhere. Like all my shit. <laughs> I literally only grabbed my the clothes in my back. About sleeping in storage. <laughs> There's get like a little cubby. A, it's all like in the upper ones. Get like you a nice. Oh, it's one of the upper ones. That's yeah. To get into. Yeah. That's why I hired movers. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that shit. Now, how do you? Ugh, I can't. I can't. I can't do it. No, but we're. I don't know. We had to figure something out. So there's a whole thing that. Um, so there's this word in Colombia that they use to describe the feeling of a breakup, mm-hmm. and it's called tusa. 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 Do you know what this? No. Nope. So apparently, like my aunt who coincidentally actually is a therapist in relationships and stuff and that's exactly where I was staying in Colombia? yeah that's, so, that's a thing in Colombia? yeah they like, have relationship therapists in Colombia? yeah like she's like Latin she, American countries man we're fucking super machismo super fucking <laughs> drink your problems away kind of backwards again I'm not I'm just very I mean, it was I'm pleasantly that. surprised I'm not fucking I'm, you know I'm not yeah. trying to make fun of anybody I'm just I'm putting my country in there too Latin American countries are not known for their like talk about your feelings type of shit <laughs> I'm just saying, but go ahead. All right. No, she actually does really well. Um, but she's you would fuck. She could be the only one. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe she's Apparently, like, she has a popularity for like actually being the kind of therapist that can help you through a breakup whoa, and like through all that stuff. Okay. So coincidentally, so that's the, the now we know the real reason for Stephanie taking her trip to <laughs> Colombia. <laughs> like coincidentally, all of a sudden, that's the apartment that everyone stuck me in. I'm like, oh no. Oh, right. I wonder why, guys. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but she's also like the aunt. Like I'm, I'm super tight with her. But uh, there's this, she was describing to me that there's this feeling there called Tusa, which is like when you're first going through a breakup, like it's it's kind of like, okay, so picture an ear of corn. Put the mic to, the, to your mouth though. Oh, like picture an ear of corn. Mm-hmm. So when you eat up all that ear of corn, it's that thing that's left over mm-hmm. that's all fucked up and it's just there and all the corn's gone. That's Tusa. Okay. So that essentially is that, what... Is that the literal translation? Yeah. Or the figurative translation? I still don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I still don't know. Well, let's look up ear of corn in Spanish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. But it's that thing in the middle, though. It's the actual cob, I guess. So I guess, yeah, I guess it's cob. Um, <laughs> I'm going through cob. Cob. You're going through cob. <laughs> I'm going through major look cob right now. Cob happens, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so, like, that's the phrase that they have over there. Like, that's the emotion of going through a breakup is that that thing that's left over when you've eaten all the corn. <laughs> Which I guess is kind of apt. I have no idea. Well, the, the now the technical translation, the actual translation, and I'm very hesitant to say that because Spanish is very different country to country. Yeah. And just because, did you know there's a Spanish word for lime? Limon. No. What? No. See, limon to our English uh, non-Spanish speakers, limon is lemon, not lime. But see, huh? we call it all the same see, thing. We saying. call it the same I was, thing. I was having this conversation with my friend Colin, who is 
the if you go to the Wu bro, if, if you listen to the Wu bro, if you listen to our podcast, he's literally mm-hmm. the podcast that right now that's going that the, the newest one that's up right now. So it'd be the one before the one you're currently listening to right now. Mm-hmm. If you're a listener, Colin, I was having this conversation with him. Was it him? Fuck. Now I forget. But we're having a conversation. He goes, what's the translation? He's like, oh, yeah, we don't have... I say, I told him, I go, yeah, we don't say... We don't have a word for lime in Spanish. And he goes, that's fucking bullshit. And I go, no, we don't. We call it limon, which is the same as lemon. Mm-hmm. So lemon and lime are two different fruits. Yeah. Yet we call them the same thing in Spanish. And he goes, that's gotta be... So we looked it up, and there's a literal... There's an actual word for lime in Spanish that we never... What? Uh, hold on. Let me give you the the Spanish word for cob is masorca. Yeah, well, that's corn, but that's actual corn, no, not the cob. cob. No, it says cob. Maíz is corn. Yeah, but masorca is what they call corn on the cob. Because masorca is the cob. But this is confusing. <laughs> okay. This I don't know how it was yeah. uh, confusing. But wait, look, look up tusa. Like it, I think on, it's like T U S S A. Lime in Spanish is. Uh, Lima. And yeah, like, none of us ever say that. And I said, no, we never. And I told that never. guy, so I told my friend, the white guy, he's mm-hmm. so, he was completely white. And I said, and he said, oh, yeah, it's Lima. And I go, no. And he goes, I just looked it up. I just Googled it. And we go, look. It may I, exist. I know <laughs> that that word may exist. And I'm not saying Google's wrong. I'm saying that no actual human fucking being in Latin American countries use that word in day-to-day conversation. Yeah. Does it exist? Sure. But that we don't fucking use that. Yeah. That would be the equivalent of somebody going up to you and be like, hey, I would like to purchase a new automobile. You go, what the fuck? <laughs> Just say car, bro. Like, we don't say automobile. Are you from the 40s? Yeah, like- like, we don't fucking say automobile. We say car. We say, there's like a thousand words for car. The least of which we use is automobile. Yeah. So that's the equivalent of what I'm like, I'm sure there's a, I'm sure Lima is a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like, have you sure. ever heard anyone actually say boligrafo? No. No. No, that's a fucking, I guess. I don't, yeah, it's a weird, excuse me, sir. It's like a fancy ass pen. I'm like, I'm sorry. Talk about my fucking wife. Oh, wait, (laughs) that's a pen. Never mind. Uh, (laughs) That's, yeah. So there's certain words, what I was trying to explain to him, this is the whole reason I came up. There's certain words in Spanish that don't exist. Yeah. Because there's no word for stripper. Did you know that? I was with the other comedian one time, months ago, years ago even. Mm. And he goes, hey, ask the cab driver where the nearest strip club is. And I go, hey, where? So I'm talking, trying to talk to him in Spanish. And in Spanish, I'm saying to him, where are the... And I can't fucking find a word <laughs> the, for... I the can't boobs. Find, <laughs> I can't find a word for strippers. So I go, the girls. And he goes, what girls? And I go, oh, there's beautiful girls here. Like He was taking this little park. Like, yeah. Hold on. Well, the, the girls that come out, that they come, that they dance naked. Yeah. So I'm like literally giving the definition of yeah. a stripper. And he says... Oh, las putas, which is <laughs> no, not that either. Is whores. Yeah, and I'm like, oh shit. That's when I realized there is no Spanish word for stripper. There is no middle there ground. Is girl and there's whore. <laughs> there's no in between. So there's you, that does sound very Spanish though. Yeah, that's right. And I'm that like, is very oh, machista. Like oh, las puta, and I'm like. Easy, bro. <laughs> we just mean the girls that take off their clothes for money. We don't fucking mean. We're not judging. We're not saying. We're not saying they have to do anything else other than dance. Yeah. Uh, and that's what, like I realized. Yeah, hey, I've actually never heard anyone refer to a strip club in Spanish. I mean, it's not exactly no strip club. Well, then again, it's not I, something I, I talk I about with my family. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, you know what? It's so weird. On, on all my family trips, we never talk about strip clubs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who would have fucking thought? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah. So there goes the same thing with with with. So would you would you want me to look up? Oh, Tusa. Tusa. Spell that. T U S S A. I believe that's how I saw the, her spell it out. 
but um sure. yeah so because i'm going through that whole thing like i'm actually this week taking back off and leaving again and i'm going to thailand thailand <laughs> yes uh cob yeah tusa it's cob it's cob of maize corn yeah. cob corn husk mm-hmm. i'm a husk i'm a husk of a human this you're is what they're husk. calling me well, well hold on are they saying that you're what you're feeling is the husk yeah. of life or are you say or are they saying that you are metaphorically a husk right now it's how it's the emotion you you feel yeah it's the feeling yeah right? it's the feeling so it's not that you are a husk oh no they're we're not, not saying yeah they're not saying you're a piece of shit that nobody wants anymore <laughs> they're saying you have eaten you have eaten all the delicious parts of it and now you've gotten to the root yeah okay. exactly okay. so like and now you got to deal with that part i can see that i can see that metaphor yeah i mean it works especially for hispanic country yeah corn definitely works yeah it did. <laughs> maize maize yeah. so exactly. you just plant all you gotta do is plant shit now yeah but I'm saying like that's why like I was I was even talking to her about how to help people hey, meet each other. Don't now. end up with another Asian. <laughs> no, it's not done. the plan. We're fucking done, man. You're going to Thailand right now. Thailand, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm done. going to Thailand, Laos, and Cambodia. Nice. Damn, yeah. I'm so jealous. <laughs> so jealous. Yeah, all you gotta do is get your heart broken. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not all I gotta do to get a free trip. I'm not paying for this shit. I don't want to <laughs> fucking pay for this. You're, but you're going for work. No. What? No, I'm just going. Really, I thought it was for work. I thought you said that there was that, that there was uh, that there was clients and. Oh no no! And I was joking around saying it was on someone else's dime. I meant I meant my parents. Oh, I thought <laughs> it was clients. I thought it was like oh shit. No no, it's because no, my. No, so I don't like, have to get my heart broken. I just gotta get rich parents. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> the fuck I gotta get? Yeah, are they going too? No no. What you just going by yourself? No, it's me and my younger brother. Because okay. it's really happening because my younger brother ended up getting like a pimp ass position in a new company. Mm-hmm. So he What's himself, he uh, he's a, well, he's an engineer. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's going to be like one of the youngest, no, the youngest, like in his position in the new company. And it's actually a really good one. And I helped him like write up the offer letter, like right. when they were trying to negotiate and get, I got him more money. So as a joke, I was telling him like, oh, no, like all you got to do is take me to Thailand. Because he was talking about how he wanted Why to go. Why did you throw Thailand out there? Because out we had been talking about it like throughout the year, talking about how like that was, that would be mutually like kind of the next place either one of us would want to go. Um, and it had popped in my my head earlier in the year, so it kind of just started becoming a thing. And he himself is also going through a breakup, oh. so he decided right now he was going to take the advantage and use that time. Watch Broke Down Palace before you go. Yeah, no, I'm not planning on taking shit from anybody. I'm just saying, <laughs> don't fucking take anything. Don't no. be a mule. Don't. I'll work on that. I'll work. Okay. On that. All right. No, I was even told that you shouldn't even buy certain like Buddha statues and anything there because the people get like. I don't know. Sometimes officials get really pissed off if like tourists, like it's, I guess it's a disrespect to their religion. To buy Buddha statues? Yeah, in some places. Really? That's weird. Yeah. Which is like, I mean, because the fucking Vatican sells crosses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's also a very huge but the difference Catholic... from the fucking Vatican to the like the boop to the bay. But the Catholic Church likes its money, though. Yeah, well, well who <laughs> so, doesn't? Yeah, I know, right? Exactly. The Buddha apparently. Yeah, the not Buddhist... only can you buy like figurines of the Pope, but they'll tell you he blessed it too. Like oh, you're yeah. fine. Like you can probably I get. A... If he fucking, I, I saw. I'm sure he didn't. But I wonder <laughs> if he does. I wonder. I wonder how he does it. That's what I want to know. If I'm assuming he does. Like he right, blesses some dumb. things. Yeah. I'm assuming he does. Do the do the, does he just walk by an entire factory? <laughs> just says and just yes. go like that. Bless, and I bless the entire factory, like the entire, everything in the factory. That's it. like and like every six months he does it. They just like they just fucking <laughs> stock shit, stockpile shit for six months. And like the Pope needs to come by now. Cause See the have, way I always pictured it is I always pictured that he'll have be best blessed like water since there's always holy water. 
And like so a shit ton of it. always holy water? I mean, you always see holy water. You make it seem as if there's always No, I mean, no, water. you always see there's holy always water. water that he makes holy. <laughs> but I'm saying you always see holy water for sale, like everywhere you go when you go to the Vatican. Like when you go there. There's yeah, I'm assuming that that's going to be fake holy water. I don't know. Like, I want to believe that at least, like, at least some priest just went there and just went, like, the, at least just to the I, side I, of the cross. And just went, it could be anybody. It yeah. Have to, it could, let me rephrase that. It could be any priest. Yeah. <laughs> just anybody. <laughs> Neri blessed us. It's, 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 holy, it's holy water because Neri, no, yeah. no. All right. So let me rephrase that. So any priest, it doesn't have to be the Pope. I'm here thinking that it has to be the Pope, right? No, I but, think it could be. I don't know. I, I think it could be any priest. The priest in your local church could, yeah. could bless water. Yeah. How yeah. do you think they do exorcisms? <laughs> the you think the Pope comes in for every exorcist? No. He's busy. He's busy. <laughs> and there's a lot going on Dude, in Central America. <laughs> they should make a they should make a Pope the Vampire Slayer movie. What? Like they made Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. Oh, yeah. Which was a fucking dope ass movie, by the way. I only saw bits and pieces of it. Oh, it was so dope. Because it mixed, it weaved in historical facts with complete and utter bullshit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can see, I can see him fighting doing this. vampires while he's freeing the slaves. I can see that. Like, I, it's one of those things. So, like, oh, his son, one of his, his sons died at a young age, and then you look up, and he had like four kids, four children die at young ages, and you're like, is it because he was a vampire? <laughs> so, uh, my point is, you could make a movie about the Pope being a vampire slayer. It would be totally legit. But you can make it so badass. Fuck yeah. You could tie it in with like his rise John in the church. John Paul the Vampire Slayer. John Paul the <laughs> Second the Vampire Slayer. What? what? He has a stake underneath his pope hat. That's how he died. Because he fucking vampire got him. <laughs> Dude. Oh my God. This could be a thing. We could fucking write a movie. We could write a movie. I, I really wanted a whole series of historical figures as vampire slayers, like Benjamin Franklin. You just wanted that to be like the next Sharknado? I, I will. Or this is actually a good movie though it's really good as I actually like Abraham Lincoln they should do other historical figures as it is did you ever watch Pride and Prejudice and Zombies no did how was that no I because I didn't even I, I've I, heard it was like a fun time but fun times fun summertime yeah uh, but it was like it didn't I don't think it like actually got up to well. snuff no no I'm sure it didn't you know no. what the funny thing is? I'm sure it didn't because of the Pride and Prejudice part. Because <laughs> of the fucking zombie part. But you'll see, like, but Pride and Prejudice, like, those movies tend to, I think they tend to do well with us ladies. We do, I, right. do, I actually but really do like Pride and Prejudice. Like, you know that, what's that, what's that, you're, you're way smarter than me. What's that chart called where you have two circles and they overlap each other? Venn diagram. Right? What? Venn diagram. A Venn diagram. So what's the part in the middle where they overlap? No, it's. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if there's like the, a complete. There's no term for that. I know there point. is. I can't remember the term. Okay, so but it's just Venn, what there's has... a Venn diagram of ladies, ladies, <laughs> um, who love Pride and Prejudice movies, mm-hmm. and then other people ladies who love like who love zombie and geeky shit. Yeah. There's only so much that interlap. <laughs> there's not a yeah, huge. Yeah, it's a very niche. It's a, niche. Yeah, it's a not a huge. And one of my other co-hosts from Geekmore, Jeff, his wife, Christy, uh-huh. which I've known longer than I've known Jeff, is in that intersection. Is in that, is in that, you know, overlapping yeah. part where she's like, no, I love Pride and Prejudice. I love zombies. Fucking bring it. Like, it's let's do those, this thing. Yeah, let's do this. And she went to the premiere. Like, she yeah? was one of those. Yeah. What did she say about it? Uh, she, uh, I think she said it was a fun movie or something. Like that. I, yeah. I, I, I didn't. That's all. I've, I've only, I've never heard anything negative about it. I only heard that it's a fun movie. Yeah, but I don't. Again, I think that you have to be into one of the two genres, if not both. You mm. can't. Just be into zombies to watch. Can you? I don't know. Maybe I don't can. know. I gotta ask her. I'm gonna ask her. I have a feeling you probably have to be more into Pride and Prejudice. 
That's what I'm saying. You can't just be into zombie and yeah. not be into Pride and Prejudice to be able to watch that movie. That's what I was saying. I'm like, that's a fucking... There has to be a big deal that Mr. Darcy's like kicking a zombie's ass or something like that. Like, or the fact that you know who Mr. Darcy is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck is Mr. Darcy? When I say when I think Mr. Darcy, I think of uh, uh, married with children, and that is Mr. Darcy is the next door neighbor. That is Mr. Darcy. Now, see, to me, Mr. Darcy is. Um, oh my god, what's his name? British dude that I love. He was in. Uh, the King's Master. The. Oh, um, uh, King's Speech. Think not. Well, yeah, King's Speech. What was his name again? Colin Firth. Colin Firth. God, Colin Firth is Mr. Darcy. Wow, I'm really good. I don't yeah. even know fucking Mr. Darcy. And I'm like, well, no, you mentioned movies that are actually good. Sure, yeah. Yeah, Colin Firth in a wet shirt. What? <laughs> At some point, he gets gets wet. It's Wait, like, it's like British porn. the same dude? Well, yeah. It was when he was younger, mind you. No, Colin Firth has never had a shirt off. He's, I didn't say gross. off. I said it was wet. Gross. <laughs> I find Colin Firth sexy. What? Yeah, he's I, I super distinguished. about the same guy. I think we are. Colin Firth. He's super distinguished. I don't know. The, the British accent definitely helps. This guy from Bridget Jones' Diary. Yes. And he's also, I think his name is also oh, Darcy and that. he's actually the guy from... Um, He's actually the guy from uh, that the spy movie. What's it called? I love that one. Whoa, what the fuck? Oh my god, this is gonna kill me. The King's Service. The, uh, the serviceman. Service. No. No. Kingsman. No. Kingsman. 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 There we that go. That movie was amazing. <laughs> that was so good. I love that movie. That movie was my so much fun. My favorite part was when the girl was like, "Take it in my ass," and I, what? And I was like, "That's what <laughs> we were saying." I did happen. Yeah, yeah. Never. She didn't say "take it in my ass." She said, "If you save the world, I'll let you I'll fuck me in the ass." That's yeah. What she said. And, and I just love like, that it was like an offer. Like it wasn't like I, yeah. under protest. Like legit, that was just her first no, idea. That was her first <laughs> offer. It wasn't even a counter. That was exactly. Like, if was you save the world, I'll let you fuck me in my ass. And I, I love the double take he did. He was like, "Wait, what?" Exactly. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> well then the fucking Swedes are awesome this yeah. is amazing that movie was so good like I, it's one of those ones that I had such a fun time watching the movie that I'm like I cannot wait I really hope you do well enough to do a sequel but I don't they, know they, if they, yeah they are doing a sequel they are? yeah I hope they find a way to bring him back they did they did bring him yeah, back? Yeah, he's <gasps> been announced to be in the movie oh my god that's so exciting so it could be a flashback. We don't know how it's going to happen. Maybe. But it's probably going to be a flashback. He can't. He's fucking dead. He, he's, so, he's so very obviously he's dead, so too. He's fucking dead. They shot him in the fucking head. He's dead. Spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> I know. Sorry. That movie came out a year and a half ago, two years ago. It's, come on. Yeah. But, no, yeah. If yeah, you didn't no, watch it, you already missed out on something. So. He's so... It's such a good movie. Yeah, they announced They announced recently that 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 um there was a quote-unquote rumor that he... I think he's listening to IMDb as well. Oh, man, that's exciting. Thing. But... It, it, I don't know what it says about me, but I've always look, enjoyed I Colin Firth. I'll do the cop-out and just make him a twin. That's his twin brother. Why not? It, it, you can get away fuck? with it in that movie. Who gives a fuck? Like, in that kind of in movie... the ridiculousness of that movie? Come on. You have yeah. girls with, with blades as legs. Come on. Oh, that was... She was so cool, though. So fucking cool. <laughs> she was so, so cool, though. Cool. No, but, like, there was something about him in the movie, and I don't know what this says about me, but as much as I've always loved and enjoyed Colin Firth in every movie, and I find him adorable, that's the first movie in that scene where he has a blood all over him. He's kicking everyone's ass. I was like... Your church? Yeah. I was oh, like, he's kind of hot. <laughs> I was like... Yeah, no, I can see that <laughs> The now. first time I ever saw him, I was hot. I was like... I don't know what this says about me. That this aggression is like, hey. Well, it seems to put a lot of things in perspective <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, upcoming projects. Yeah, Kingsman, The Golden Circle. <gasps> and so he plays Harry Hart, the same character he played in Kingsman, The Secret Service. I really hope so it's just, it not just like a, a cameo. It, a it has to be a flashback. Like, a, like him on video or something. No, but show it him, could like... be a flashback of him. Mm-hmm. It could be the story of the guy's dad, remember? Oh yeah. It could be that. And so there could be a good 20 30 minutes of him 
again it's 30 minutes i totally I, go for it yeah. i i enjoy, like i really like that movie I love a lot that fucking line that and he, then just that, honestly when you see and there's gonna be another spoiler but you have to watch this movie alone just to see heads heads explode into glitter that's here's the thing <laughs> when that part happened i was like what when one head exploded i was like what the fuck i was like really like oh fuck you kind of like this is cheesy mm-hmm. but then when all of them i was like oh <laughs> this is so awesome, awesome. Yes. i was literally saying that in the movie theater we saw my wife and i saw that on valentine's day that's how cool my wife is like, see that's, that's kick-ass. Valentine's Day movie yeah. yeah it came out on valentine's day and we were like yeah let's go fucking watch kingsman i'm surprised you didn't see deadpool uh well it wasn't this year it was last year yeah it came out last year oh yeah deadpool last year and then kingsman this year see, that is a good all one. the way around oh yeah deadpool sorry came out this year sorry King, yeah yeah but see that's a good valentine's we saw, day but we saw we saw deadpool valentine's day weekend not mm. valentine's day because i was out of town on valentine's day itself she's so understanding <laughs> uh, well my wife and I there's you know um, people who know us know the story people who know us personally know the story that when we got married by the courts legally mm-hmm. we had the ceremony and then we went to across the street to the movie theater and we saw X-Men <laughs> First Class and then we ate a burger this is how you know your soulmates like that's how I was like she's the one <laughs> she's the one uh, yeah you definitely know that no yeah that movie that movie was really fucking great uh, did you recently like? Did you finally see Suicide Squad, man? Did I finally? I saw it opening weekend. Oh twice. my god! No, okay. Before <laughs> I get to Suicide what? Squad, finally, I got to see my mom have a genuine nerd rage, like go into a nerd rage. Oh shit! Right. Because when we're on our way to Columbia, she finally gets to sit there and watch Batman versus Superman. Ultimate Edition. Uh, no, it was on the plane, no, so it had to be the edited. Ultimate Edition. I'll show her that one next. Did you see Ultimate Edition? No, I haven't Ultimate seen it Edition? yet. I haven't seen it yet. Wanted. You know how I feel about the original yeah. theatrical release? I now hate the theatrical release. Really? Because the theatrical release is a piece of shit movie. It's a shell of itself compared mm-hmm. to what the, the, the Ultimate Edition is. Oh, I want to see that then. The Ultimate Edition, I refuse to watch it any other way. The Ultimate, There are so many things that they left fucking out. That you go, why the fuck would, would you leave, leave that? Out? It's so many though. It's so many. There are so many quote unquote plot holes. Mm-hmm. And I say quote unquote because if you only watch a theatrical version, yes, there are plot holes. Yeah. But they are, they filmed it. It wasn't like. It's just the studio decided to cut it down. The studio decided to cut And I'm like, what the fuck? That makes are you no doing? sense to me. Fans would be so much more behind a lengthy a movie. Three hour, great, and not good, great film. Right, what I, I you gave the audience was a fucking shell of its own movie and I took back and I've said this on the Geek More podcast and I've said this before I take back everything I said negative about Snyder and Goyer because I was really, really? on Goyer because I thought it was I thought it was a script issue because directing you go you can only direct what's on the page right and if the plot if the page has plot holes then you I mean what are you going to fucking do you're a director you're not yeah. a writer uh, and I was coming down on Goyer very hard harshly for what i thought was justified and mm-hmm. it's not it's a studio because not only did he write it but they fucking filmed it and they filmed it very well okay, i never I have a problem then. i never had a problem with snyder when people came down on snyder really hard i was like look i don't have a problem with do i wish he would make superman a little lighter sure the, i mean he should be yes but i think that that's the progression of where he's going from i think he's going from men of steel to this one i think he is getting to that point where he's become, I, I'm hoping maybe this is me projecting, but m- regardless, the the ultimate edition is by far head over heels better movie than I I will put the ultimate edition in my top, maybe my top three superhero movies of all time, and not because you're no like I'm such t- a superman. I, I'm fan. telling you, I when I saw the theatrical version. When I saw the theatrical version, I people ask me, "Oh, where does this go?" I go, "I don't know. Maybe in the later top ten. Maybe, maybe 
Like mm-hmm. that's I was you very honest. Yeah. I was very honest with myself. I was very honest with the with the listeners of the podcast. I said, mm-hmm. um, I love the movie. Does it have plot holes? Absolutely. But I don't they're not big enough for me to care. Now watching Now you hate the plot holes. Now I hate the plot holes because I'm like, you fill them in. It, that's you created plot holes when you edited. The way and then something Do you think a part of them is it on purpose? Some storylines were some storylines in the theatrical version had plot holes mm-hmm. that in the in the uh, in the ultimate edition were literally a five second line. So, so it, it wasn't even for time because you can't tell me, oh no, the audience wants a two and a half hour movie. They're okay with two hours and thirty minutes. Two hours and thirty minutes and five seconds. Get the fuck out of here, audience! <laughs> you can't tell me that bullshit. You yeah. just decided, but there was literally one line. There's two times. There's two scenes which these scenes combined. Take a maybe forty five seconds. I just don't know. And there's two scenes where you go, oh my! <laughs> <laughs> it just it to boggles spo- my to mind. One mo- to spoil oh, one little like fill in. It's not even a plot fill in, but just to, fr- just to something that will make us the viewer feel better. Mm-hmm. After the explosion in the Senate, mm-hmm. there's a scene where Superman is helping people get like literally flying people to medical attention. And you go, as he should. As he fucking should. As opposed to what they released in the theatrical version, which is him just flying away. And just be like, peace the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> and you, that one little scene, you go, again, five seconds. And you go, what did he, Yeah. What did and it's he, like something that keeps him on character. Yes. Telling you. It's that, again. All right. You gotta watch this fucking. Movie. I gotta show it to my mom because, like, okay, so the one of the reasons I love Superman so much is because my mom is a huge Superman right, fan. Right, right. I remember you. Yeah. Was, by the way, it was like the two-year or three-year anniversary, like last week, of mm-hmm. us watching Men of Steel all together. Oh. Yeah. It was like three years ago. I was gonna post it all, like, no. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a little painful right now, guys. <laughs> but um. No, so she's a huge Superman fan, and she just, she hasn't had time to go watch. She's been really busy this year. She hasn't been able to go out to watch movies and stuff like that. She's been really upset that she's been missing out on all the, like, Superman stuff. Um, she, she likes Marvel. She's not, like, but DC is, like, her jam. Um, so when she was finally watching it in the plane, I got to see her, like, rapt attention the entire time. The plane lands, and the, like, TV cuts off right at the funeral. Uh, right at the fucking funeral yeah, yeah, yeah. so I just see my mom slowly turn to me and be like they killed Superman yeah, yeah, yeah. and yell it in the yeah, middle of the plane yeah, yeah. and I was there like oh. I love that part though I love the fact that they killed because that's what Doomsday does <laughs> yeah but don't forget she also she read the comics back in the day she never read the Doomsday plot like she never got to that point mm. because that just was after it's her time. Storyline though, even if you have yeah, but it was after it, her time though. though. Yeah, like it was after her time when she was reading comics yeah, but you and stuff. You kind of still know what happens though. Yeah, I mean, I explained that to her. Like she knew of the fact that that it happened, but the, her, my very things that her immediate response was like, "But you know, yeah. he dies at some point in the comic." She's like, "But he's Superman. He always comes back." Well, yeah, that's <laughs> she's not, like, that's, that's, she's like, "That's the point. He's yeah, that's, Superman." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she was so adamant. She went into a fifteen-minute nerd rage. Mm. about how like how dare I hate this I want to write a letter to someone who do I write a letter to well, this gotta, is a bunch of bullshit you gotta, you gotta let her see the actual movie too and there's oh my god it's, it's, there's so many there, you gotta actually I, I refuse to call the ultimate edition I call it the real movie I'm like no that's the real movie yeah because it's it's so much better I think so that'll, it'll probably make better. her a little happier because she's like a legitimately after she watched and I don't know how much the plane even cuts out too, because you know how things always get edited for flights. Maybe yeah, I guess. Um, I don't know if they do, but I don't have. I know seen sometimes I watch it on my iPad. Yeah. No, sometimes Often. they do. They take they cut things out for like I don't know time or content. I don't have no idea. But on planes, a lot of times they will like make little tweaks on movies. Um, 
just she was so done with it that she's like i'm just not watching any more dc movies i'm done i'm over this i'm done and i'm like you just calm down <laughs> like <laughs> no you gotta watch the ultimate edition there's so much it's so much yeah. better. it's so better it's so much better so much better oh there's yeah. so many things there's literally in the ultimate edition there's literally i would say realistically there's one scene that i will cut out from the ultimate edition that, mm-hmm. that that's added bone added footage that i would be like yeah you didn't need that and by by that I mean it's nothing integral to the storyline. It's like literally two cops watching a football game, and you're like, I don't fucking need that. Okay. That's it. That's like literally, you know, it was like five seconds, and there was like there, there are two Gotham cops watching the football game on on their laptops, and I'm like, yeah, I don't really. <laughs> this is what, yeah, I'm like, I'm totally with you, studio. Cut this shit out. Yeah, you know, like who cares? The, this other shit where story is given, like yeah. plot. That's no. We you need know about that. the main characters that yeah. we came here for. Yeah. yeah. That, you need that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, um, wasn't it? No, that the thing I was gonna say earlier was that it boggles my mind after all the Lord of the Rings movies and how lengthy each of them was yeah. and how watched they were and how much money they got. And I think those are Warner Brother movies as well, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe. Maybe. I think they're Warner Brother movies as well. Which but is- it, it just boggles my mind why that would happen. People would, like post Lord of the Rings why would you not have a fleshed out superhero movie yeah. because it's still our version of fantasy because you know what it is is they see Marvel and they go well Marvel doesn't have a three hour movie so well, we Marvel can't. also has a different vibe and that's Marvel what that's what I'm trying to tell people people that's what and that's what I think the studio's mentality is yeah well Marvel doesn't have a three hour movie and they're successful products so we can't have a three hour movie because we want to be successful like Marvel and the thing is you can't be like Marvel and, DC and Marvel have never been the same thing they I'm have like, to be their you, own you gotta be come on man but it's so good. I like I like yeah. Suicide Squad a lot. Um, yeah, I had a, an issue with one thing. I had a few. Um, I just didn't like the Joker. Is that? Yeah, he just there was something. I didn't like the Joker. I think he was completely unnecessary. Again, we've said this on the Geekmore podcast. I I thought he was completely unnecessary to the plot. Yeah, um, I feel like he was shoehorned in. If- he was shoehorned in to say that like really the only thing the only reason you needed him was in the flashback for Harley, mm-hmm. and that's it. You didn't, you didn't need him, him to come back. You her. didn't need. I don't like the fact that he was chasing after her. He's not supposed he's, to. He, I'm like, damn, Joker, you thirsty. <laughs> but it's one of those things where, like, I. He's supposed to be the abuser in yes. an abusive relationship. They and made the, them far more romantic than they're supposed to be. First of all, in the beginning, I love the way he was like, you know, like he's the one that electrocuted her and all that shit. That, yeah, know, that's that's the kind of Joker that I wanted. If he would have been that the entire time, I would agree. But I didn't need them. I didn't. I didn't want him to be chasing her. To be coming after her to save her, rescue her. I'm like, why? Yeah, because the thing is, like, one I of the things that's about the only issue I have with that movie is is the Joker. I'm like, you don't need the Joker. You show sure him. No, I get it. You need him for the for the for the how she was created. Cause yeah, Harley, there's no Harley without the Joker. Yeah, so you need that. But after that, you don't need him to fucking be following. It's even better. If, it's better when it's not because the. It's the, even better if he would have just left her and fuck it because he left her. Yeah. Right. That to was on caught. point. Yeah. And so it's even better if you if the audience goes, well, that's it. That's all the Joker we get. Yeah, because he fucking left. He's a dick. And he's supposed to be that guy. Yes. Like, that's what the Joker's supposed to be. He's not He's not supposed to be dedicated to Harley. They're not supposed to be like Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. She is supposed to be a hanger-on. She is supposed to be un... She's supposed like, to be stage five clinger, and he's supposed to be like, well, I could deal with or without you. Yeah, like, she, like, all the love is supposed to be just in her head. And, like, the beautiful part about Harley Quinn's character in, like, the comics and stuff like that, and even, like, when she was created for the actual animated TV show, is well, how... She was created in the animated TV show before the comics. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying, like, how she was creating that, like, well, that's what I meant, sorry. But, um, the beautiful part about Harley is how kind of sad her character is. Yeah. 
I think Margot played her fantastically. I fucking loved everything that Margot did. Yeah, she did. I love Harley in the movie. I just she was the best part of the movie. I, oh, her and that shot. That's a fucking that shot movie. Really, it's a really that shot. I love mm-hmm. that shot. But I'm saying, like, if they would have taken out all the Joker stuff except just what was in the beginning yeah, and add, added more time into the team actually bonding. But I like the team. I like the way the team. I like. I, I would have liked for it to be. I would have liked for they it to bonded. be more than one night because my, the thing is, like, you know what? Like, there's one line in the movie that really gets to me, and it's when Diablo says the whole thing about his second family. Mm-hmm. He's known them one night. One night. Well, again, I'm okay with that. I'm even really if it was okay just sacrifice, that. even if that line wasn't even in there, and it would have came out the same way, and everything with Diablo would have come out the same exact way that it did. I love Diablo. Like, I no, love the fact I'm saying that he was still fucking, he was still Mexican, even when he became this fucking fire god. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm a vato. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. He's no, I did. Like, I enjoyed him. That that one line, like, really annoyed me, though. Um, I'm okay. I was okay with it because they've been through shit together. I'm all right with but that. It's one I, I really, fucking night, though. And he oh, just really? finished bonding with them. Like, literally just had a conversation with them in a bar. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, again, they fucking, you know, they all have implants with explosions in their head. Yeah, I don't know, but it's oh, one of those one fucking night of explosions in your head and you're all tight now. Yeah, that but like it's the family it. thing. It's the I don't know. It's just something like there was just something with the. Sometimes I felt like Margot Margot was still in a different movie. I think what I liked about Diablo and here's what is because he they helped. He realized that they helped him be okay with, with what he the had. Real him. That's what I'm saying, but I wish I would have had more time. If they would have cut out Joker and a bunch of that Joker stuff, I just they would have had more time to I didn't need the Joker at all. I, no. did, I, I didn't need the Joker. After the flashbacks, after the pink... And that's something that they've cut the, out shit from the Joker. After the pink Ferrari or whatever the fuck, yeah. or whatever car it was, I didn't need him after that. Yeah. I didn't. I, I was like, I'm fucking... I don't need this shit. Everything else mm-hmm. looks fucking great. I just don't need the Joker. That's the only... I give it a four out of five stars because I take one star away from the Joker. I'm like, <laughs> I don't... I just didn't like, and I didn't like the way he played him. To be honest with you, I like the way he played him in the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the real Joker. This gangster, I'm like, mm. yeah. And I was very excited for the Joker. I was very excited for the look. I'm like, I love the fact that he took it in his own. He uh, little. I felt I love the fact that the movie took on a look that he had never had in the comics. I yeah. love that. I'm like, make it your own. That's great. I'm with you, man. I was really hopeful because I've like seen little. Whole, I don't like all the bling. That's what no. I don't like. I'm okay with him being a gangster and killing and being that guy. I don't like all the bling. I don't like the fucking gold. I'm like, dude. I don't like him being flashy. Like, it just that. doesn't. I'm okay with him being flashy. But, no, no, I get it. but I don't he was the thing. is okay. Don't forget. Take like, away the gold and he wouldn't be that flashy. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying like original Joker, super campy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he gets beca- he becomes maniacal campy. And that's mm-hmm. the Joker everyone falls in love with. It's like the really more like a little bit darker. His insanity is a little fun. But yeah. he's like, you know, post-killing joke is when everyone like. That's the most terrifying Joker. Which, by the way, that movie sucked. I yeah, I heard bad Holy things about shit, it. It fucking sucked. I hate. I heard that everyone hated how Barbara Gordon was portrayed. Um, they hug. I don't hate that because they, look, there's something that happens in the movie. And I'm not gonna spoil it because it's a big. It's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Something happens in the movie that had never happened in the comics before, and that's what people are upset about because it didn't happen mm-hmm. in the comics. I don't give a rat's ass about it. I liked it for the story purpose of it. I liked it. I was like, I was thrown off. I was like, wait, what? What happened? And I had to ask my friends, hey, did this ever happen in the comics? I don't remember ever fucking hearing about this. And my friend was like, nope, that's never happened. I go, okay. I accepted it and moved on. And that was it. I was okay with it. But I think for a lot of people who... However, the problem with that shit movie is that it was two different movies and none of them are the killing joke. None of them. That's it's like the first half and the second half of the movie are two completely different movies. 
they have a different vibe to it mm-hmm. but neither one of them are the killing joke and i'm like um i'm okay with you adding shit in but don't take to away get to the killing joke but then don't take away what the actual and the i mean it's yeah. hard to say without doing spoilers it's hard to do without, <laughs> I, I, I i bought it and i was like i this is a piece of shit yeah you know i heard really bad sh- the bad stuff really? about that and that's movie. the first dc animated movie that i flat out say i don't like like, I've been hearing that a lot. DC, you made a Marvel animated movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Marvel, no, it's funny. Marvel like, animated movies suck. And I've I'm heard like, that a lot. Yeah. I, I heard that a lot, but like, I don't know. There's something about this Joker that was, and then knowing on top of that that there's stuff that they've cut out for him. Like, there's there was supposed to be well, more Joker off, originally. They, they cut out for every character. I mean, they have yeah. they have different. They, apparently, they have like six different versions of the film in a sense of six different ways to introduce each character oh damn they have one that's a that the one that we saw was the dossier one mm-hmm. which shows you their story in dossier form mm-hmm. when she pulls out files and you know and there's one where it's, it plays out in real time i think i would have liked to see that i like the i like the wild and crazy fucking dossier i like i love the flashbacks i loved all that shit it was fun it made it a fucking i wish i would have we would have had more katana though Katana Look, felt like a side thing. Here's what I thing. needed more of. I needed a bit more Katana mm-hmm. because I needed more badassery from her. Yeah. Because they showed you one scene of badassery of her, right? One, one and a half, maybe. Yeah. I, I needed a little bit more Katana and I needed, um, who was the other character? There was another character that I needed a little bit more of. I forget who it was now. Again, I saw it when it first came out. The Aussie or Captain uh, Boomerang or? No, Captain Boomerang. I'm fine with Captain Boomerang. Uh, my friend was like, I had a problem with the unicorn. I was like, why? It's funny. Yeah, I they, thought that they, was fun. They didn't explain it. Didn't, I'm like, it's fucking funny. It's a grown ass man with a fucking mm-hmm. stuffed unicorn. I wish they would have kept it going though. They did I keep wish, it going. No, but I wish they would have brought it back. Like when he grabbed it again in the second time. Like I wish they would have like shown him with it. Like I just wish it, that they would come the, back. Even in his part of his dossier, he says has an affection for unicorns. Oh, see, I didn't read that. Yeah, I didn't read that. Didn't so uh, the, 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 no, it that's, goes by uh, so quickly. I yeah, it went by very quickly. I like the dossier thing. I like the wild and crazy fucking direction that he took. I I, 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 I loved all of that. I needed more, uh, I needed a little bit more Katana. Fuck, who, who was it that I'm thinking about? Uh, more Croc. I needed more Croc. Yeah. I needed more, I needed more Croc and less shitty Croc voice, a.k.a. Batman voice. <laughs> didn't need that, but I just... No, I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't really mind the voice because it, it does sound I a little more... I Croc to rip somebody apart. Yes, I would. That's rated R. Yeah, but I'm saying like, but at least... Like, but those those things are running towards them. He could have ripped apart the husks, and I wouldn't have gone against the rated R thing. Like, Croc didn't really get a lot to do except for the very end. And even yeah. then, I wasn't very clear. Like, did that guy, like, sacrifice himself? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I wish we would have gotten a little more... Respect? Yeah, yeah, of that. You know what I would have wanted? One thing I would have wanted is when, at the end, when Flag uh, hugs... That's uh, uh, this guy that shot. Yeah, and he goes, "I'm not a hugger." Yeah. I wish you would have pushed him away. That would have been more of a on character, on character, like get the like push him away, like get the fuck away from me. Yeah, we're not friends. That that's again just pushing him away. And I was talking to Aries about this, and Aries was like, "Dude, but he did that when he said I'm not a hugger, like when he fucking." But it was like more that. comedic, and they seemed like yeah. buddies now. Yeah, I was like, no, I, I wanted him to push him away. I wanted him to be like. Hey, but I don't know, no, like the Suicide Squad comics, like are Rick Flag and Deadshot eventually. No, none Friend? of them are like they're all friends frenemies is really what they right. are right because like they're not they're not like because like at the end he's like giving him like an endearing look to like when he's talking to his daughter and all this stuff like well, they play up the daughter thing very well because that's mm-hmm. that, that's his she did a lot better at the end of the movie there was like a scene at the beginning of the movie where I was like okay kid like she was a little I don't know really I loved her I thought she was great I thought she was like hey I'm okay I know that you kill people I'm okay the with that the fuck was that alright 
Oh, the children are descending. Yay, children. Yay. All right. Um, we're going to call it a wrap. It's an hour and 20. We're good oh, now. Oh, damn. Um, so, look, I love you. Nah. And I'm glad you're here. And I, 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 I'm I, glad you're staying. So, let's continue doing this. You're going on a trip to around the world. So Yeah, just for two weeks. So, just two weeks around but the world. But I will be posting videos. And I'm planning on doing yeah. a bunch of little videos and vignettes and posting them online. If anyone wants to follow along. So, uh, anyways, so check us out. Check out her Thank photography. You. See, <laughs> check out her photography stuff. Where, is it? Where can I find you? Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. That is so cute. She has a little unicorn. Book oh, bag. I love it. It's my school. I've never been to a new school last night. <laughs> she went to a new school last night. She that is so awesome. Today. Anyways, so what's your? Where can I find you? Okay, I'm um not that stuff on Instagram and Twitter, and I. I'm probably putting up like a new YouTube channel so I can put up all the like traveling stuff that I'm going to be doing because I'm doing Thailand and then later on in the winter I'm also going to be going on a road trip too. You went crazy? Yeah, I went crazy. I want my room. She's going crazy in her room, guys. Okay, uh, so let's here. Okay, you got it. All right, so uh, thank you. Check out her Instagram. Check out her Twitter. Uh, she's a fantastic photographer. Your website is. The number three little words studio. Three little words studio dot com. Wow, it's been a while since I've done this. Words studio. So there's two s's back to back. Yes. Three little words studio dot com. I gotcha. Check that out. They haven't seen me in a bit. Yeah, we have to. We we have to go because the kids are going crazy now. All right, so thank you for checking us out. Check out at WooBroPod. Everything WooBroPod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and that's how winning is done. Oh, and look out for the. The episode uh, where me and uh, David from the Mount Geekmore podcast, we put out a mystery Wubro theater of They Live that we actually recorded yesterday that will be put out after this episode. Oh, awesome. So, so check that out for next week because she's not going to be here next week. So that's the episode that we're going to use to fill in for Stephanie being in Thailand and in yes, all and these places. Yes. Uh, anyways, thank you for checking us out. Uh, that's how winning is done.
one game, one desire, one flame, one bonfire, let it burn higher. I never show signs of fatigue or turn tired, cause I'm the definition of tragedy turned triumph. It's David and Goliath, I made it to the eye of the storm, feeling torn like they fed me to the lions. Before my time start to wind down like the Mayans, I show them how I got to grind down like a science. It sounds like a riot on hush, it's so quiet, the only thing I hear is my heart. I'm inspired by the challenge that I find myself standing out of eye with the move like a wise warrior and not a coward you can't escape the history that you was meant to make that's why the highest victory is what i'm meant to take you came to celebrate i came to celebrate i hate losing i refuse to make the same mistakes